Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, pretty good show tonight. We've got Resident Alien. We've got Andor. We've got She Hulk. We've got Quantum Leap. And we have the House of the Dragon. And I think the girls are going to give a quick rundown of the last couple episodes of Tales of the Walking Dead. So. They should be here shortly, and then we'll get started, and um, what have I been, oh, I started watching um, this show on uh, Hulu, Hulu original series called Reboot, um, friggin' hilarious, obviously it's making fun of reboots, um, and revivals and whatnot, so it is pretty funny. It's got, uh, stars Johnny Knoxville, Paul Reiser, um, um, uh, uh, Judy Greer, and, uh, uh, what's this? Oh my God, I'm blanking. Um, my bad. Sorry, apologies. Such a wonderful host that I am. I can't remember people's names. Um, I knew the Keegan part. Rachel Bloom's in it. Um, So, yeah. So, it's definitely. where else? Um, I've watched the first episode of Welcome to Wreck. Welcome to Wrexham. Um, and on that note, I have a co-host. Hello. Hello, Jamie. How are you? Good. You sound exhausted. I am. I'm trying to fix my website. It is not working. And I've been on that all day. What did you do to it? Um, I didn't do anything. The web place that hosts my website upgraded the server. I did not realize it because I didn't see the email. And they say they can't undo it and roll it back. And it screwed up everything. And I don't know what the heck I'm going to do because I looked up places that might be able to fix it. And so far, I found one that will charge me $480 minimum. Yeah, I don't have that. So. If it's the up, the, 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 the,
for you? Well, you're going in and out. Hello? Hello. Hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, you guys. How are you? Good. I'm still pissed at my site. I know. So is the site down or is it just acting up? No, it's down. They upgraded the server and screwed it up. And, of course, won't take blame for it, won't fix it. And I was just telling AJ, I found one place that will help me for $480 minimum. <laughs> that's a lot of money I don't have. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. Rough. I'm yeah, that's trying ridiculous. to figure out what to do. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's oh, I well, I hope the site will be up again, though, soon. Yes, I hope so, too. But meanwhile, I hope that everybody will just... You know, bear with me, realize that I'm doing this on my own, and it's a oh, lot yeah. of reading forums and trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. Um, in the meantime, the newest interview is up on YouTube. It sucks, because yesterday I put up the interview, I went and I hit publish, and like it literally, like 30 seconds after I did that was when they did it. Oh, no. <laughs> so I didn't even get the interview up, but it's on YouTube. It's what is it? Not, Who is the uh, new interview? On YouTube. It was with the producers of uh, Serpent Queen. Oh, um, so, cool. Yeah. So it's it's on YouTube at any rate, <laughs> but but it's not. You can't read the article right yet. But um, but at least right. I got it up. Um, Great. Yeah, because I have a bunch of stuff I got to get up and trying to figure out what to do with it. I might just reinstall from fresh and at least get something up and you know yeah. it might just look like for a while, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. I, oh, sorry for that noise. All right. All righty. So we got a bunch so, of stuff tonight, huh? Yes. Um, yep. So do you guys like have the, the last, last – do you guys want to give an overview of the last few episodes of uh, Tales of the Walking Dead? Oh, I didn't uh, I'm did not see it yet because <laughs> I was doing that. Okay, I, I didn't know. I, I remember Karen had mentioned maybe doing that, so that's fine. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I sure. What episode did you get up to, Jamie? What was the last one you saw? Did you get up to E5? E6? <laughs> Four. There's only six. Four. Yeah, I saw two more. All right, well, I watched, all, I watched the last one um, this past week. We can talk about yeah, it, recap it. Another yeah, time. sure. What did you think of? Oh, okay. If you want to talk about another time, that's okay too. Um, I mean, I watched. All right. Well, you know, that's fine. Um, so, what do we want to talk about? Resident Alien? Sure. Yeah, I was just going to suggest that. That sounds. Now, cool. like I said, when I saw this episode originally on the screener site, I I thought it was the finale. I thought it was really good, but I thought it made a good season finale too because I thought it was done. So clearly it worked for me as a season finale, even though it wasn't, and we have one episode left. But um, what did you guys think? I mean, I did not did not like they killed Terry O'Quinn's character, but um, that being said, I liked a lot of the episode. I liked his interactions with um, oh, Terminator Lady that I'm blanking on her name, but you know who I mean. Um, and, sorry? You went out there. Linda Hamilton. Linda, Linda Hamilton, yes. Um, I, I liked him interacting with her. I thought a lot of that was really funny. Um, I liked that uh, he, you know, helped his baby, his baby escape and helped that guy escape. 
and also how the baby stole the uh, the ball in the meantime. I thought a lot of it was funny, and I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. What did you guys think? Sorry, Karen. Pretty good. I have to say I was really not surprised that they killed Terry O'Quinn's character because I didn't really expect Terry O'Quinn to become a major presence. or rem- Like, he was always, in my mind, a guest star. Or, I mean, he was yeah. everybody's mind a guest star, right? I wasn't surprised they killed yeah. him. I-, I thought it was maybe a little soon. They could have kept him a little longer. And it was a little, like... I mean, he died in service to Harry's story, right? Like, for Harry, in order for Harry to bond with his son, they killed Terry O'Quinn's son in order for Harry to accept his own son, kind of, right? Um, they and, killed the father's son, but yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They killed Terry O'Quinn, um, right, uh, so that, you know, it really in service to Harry and his son's storyline, right? I, I think they could have kept him a little bit longer. It, it was... Yeah, I, I think agree. they could have done a lot with a character who knows a lot about aliens. I enjoyed that one scene between Terry O'Quinn and Linda Hamilton was kind of awesome, where he's like, I have an alien and you don't. And she's like, I'm not telling. Um, <laughs> I know. That was funny. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't always love the Harry voiceover and the Harry learning a lesson of the week. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes, like this week, I thought maybe it was a little simplified and a little much but I mean I guess we're all glad I, so I'm really we've talked about this before I know AJ's mentioned it I think if Harry's child is half human why does it look 100% Harry and not like I don't get the, the mother I, was human right or did Goliath lay the egg he, himself that's what I had questioned it sounded that's, like perhaps that's not clear. they died that they reproduce on their own, but it it is not clear at all. So like maybe I don't know. It could be on his own, right? And just laid the egg himself. Yeah, like I mean, some reptile it, can do that. Yeah, yeah, like a worm or whatever. It yeah. he, it could be hermaphroditic. He says something yeah. like, "When the, I was under the impression from what he said that it's like what happens when they die, they create a new life." But it, again, it was not it was not thoroughly explained. So I'm unsure, too. <laughs> yeah. So the, the part that I really did not appreciate so much was the Mayor Ben storyline. And we've got this bit where Ben is out of nowhere. He starts sleepwalking, right? And I really, for a minute, thought, oh, is he being abducted? Is there an alien connection? Like, what's going on here? And there's really no reason other than to force the car accident to force him and Kate Katie, Kate, his wife, like, for her to be like, oh, let's stop fighting over Kate. Um, so I felt like that was sort of contrived. And I also really didn't like the idea that Kate's going to basically give up this thing she's passionate about because of her husband's, like, very minor help. Okay, he had an accident. It's scary, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I really, I don't love having Kate give up her passion, is she giving up the lawsuit so that Ben can sleep better at night? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm just, but, like, Kate is, like, we, she said she's given it up, though, or are we just assuming? I don't know. I can't really remember what happened at the end, but I felt like she was, like, obviously not talking about it in the house didn't work, right? That happened last week. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like they're stifling her so bad that she's a brilliant lawyer. She's so frustrated. She gave up everything to live in his little stupid town. And I mean, not stupid, but she gave up a lot to live in patience with him. And I, they're not like they're stifling her. So I didn't really love yeah. that. She was, I like, feel like he's going about your husband. Yeah, but I kind of feel like he's going to realize with all the people, all the people in the town came to see him and that they all like him. I think he'll probably realize that the town's pretty great and they don't need to do that. At least that's my guess. And then everybody's happy. That's great, but uh, uh, they're kind of robbing Kate of the opportunity to like see, like, like there was a storyline where she was frustrated that she sort of like didn't pursue her passion and she could be a lawyer. But I think she's a little frustrated being like she loves her son, she loves her husband, whatever. But right, and there's a mm. part, yeah. I like I know that Ben is a more essential character. And to me, I was like, can we let this woman like have a win? But no, we gotta have. And I also felt like, did you guys feel like what's with the sleepwalking? This came out of nowhere all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, I um I actually had a theory at the beginning of the episode when it first started. Um. All of a sudden, I was wrong, obviously. But all of a sudden, I said to Artie, I was like, how much do we know about Ben's childhood? Like, we know he grew up in patience and everything, and he had a mother and father, but what do we really actually factually know about him? Like, all of a sudden, I started thinking, I was like, I hope, I was like, wouldn't it be so, uh, uh, I was like, it's just like this show to twist it so that I I actually thought for a minute that Ben was going to turn out to be, Peter's son. Terry Quinn's son. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. I was yeah, first, for just a minute, for just a minute, he's talking about, you know, like his dream sounded like, you know, a visit with his parent. You know what I mean? Like, it just all the way it all sounded. Maybe that's what they wanted us to think. I don't know. Um, but just for a second, and then obviously it turned out that it wasn't his son because his son was being held captive by um, – General, which I have no idea how she ended up with him. Um, right. Like if he was abducted by, if he if he was abducted by aliens, yeah. how did he come into her possession? Right. Yeah. Possession. Um, so there was that. The whole the ben, Yeah, you're right, Karen. The whole Ben thing. Uh, it was like almost like. It was just to give us an excuse for the, you know, they, they had to give him this whole backstory of, of sleepwalking as a kid instead of just, you know what, he's been tired, he fell asleep at the wheel, and, you know, that would have been enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of get Kate in, in the moment. Um, she's scared for Ben, um, so, yeah, she says that. But, but he does say, he's, he tells her he doesn't want her to give up. Um, yeah. You know, so... And then, of course, the whole town is, you know, coming to see him to show Ben, look, you're actually, everybody loves you, Ben. You don't think so, but, um, and then you got that funny, funny image of uh, Judy running back and forth because she wants to go back outside and finish her beer. Um, (laughs) The Harry and Peter stuff was great. Um, It's exactly what I said last week, that they need to work together. I wasn't surprised that they killed off Terry O'Quinn. One thing that I am wondering, though, um, and I didn't start thinking about it until, you know, about halfway through this episode. I was like, wait a minute, where's his wife? Like, did he become so obsessed 
that she left him? Did she die? Like, where is she? Are we, is she going to be introduced now? The, Peter's. The alien hunter. Oh, Peter's yeah. wife. I, I feel like yeah. maybe they said something about her, but I, I don't know. I, if they I did, I don't remember. Died, I don't remember. Um, I think what will happen, no, like, now Harry has taken responsibility for the son by rescuing him, and if that guy becoming a character one episode to go, are they going to make him part of the ongoing storyline, or will he be dispensed with next week also? Right? Right. Like, I rescued um, you. Go on with three. Thank you. That could happen. Maybe, he'll, maybe the mother isn't dead. Maybe he'll go find the mother and live happily ever after. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. Um, you know, the hair, the Harry family moment was cute. Um, I love how they inadvertently don't give us the, uh, the rest of the message. They purposely cut away from it. Um, so I'm hope, hopefully we'll get more of that next week or they're going to save that for next season. Um, and and part of Harry's purpose of breaking in there with Peter, Harry said, like, I want to go there and learn more about the Greys. And that definitely did not happen in this episode, right? Well, he did, they but they just out. didn't tell us. Yeah. He got... You know what, though? Peter's son might know, though, if he's been kidnapped that many times and taken back and forth. Or, yeah. Well, actually, I guess yeah. they didn't say that the story was back and forth. But if he's been there that whole for that long a time, maybe he has the information to give to him, you know? Well, and so that guy in the middle of the breakout – there was that soldier guy who did like a telepathic communication to the sun, right? Or a mind control thing to the sun. And he was like, you don't oh, yeah, belong he's with a that. So he's a, like, well, here's the thing. I was like, is he a gray disguise? Probably. But I was a little bit like, ooh, is this like the men with goats? Is this government like spent years trying to do mind control, right? Like that's another like. Oh. I was like, oh, is it MK Ultra? Is it this? Is it's he's probably a gray in disguise. You're right, which I like, but don't well, like because well, you know I don't love. We know he's supposed to be an alien. Well, we already knew that. We, knew from we the already knew that. Karen, he was an alien. Yeah, we knew that, that mind control guy we've seen before. I didn't recognize him. No, but we knew he was yeah, an that's, alien um, because he's the one from Dollhouse. That's how I know that at the very, very beginning of the season. He's the one that oh, shot. They showed um, What's Whenever face? they were saying there was another alien oh, race. Sam Hodges? No, he's the one that shot um, the oh, other, the other uh, Bad Mulder. He shot Bad Mulder. Oh. oh, he's the guy that shot Bad Mulder. I didn't recognize him. Because, you know, I only give the show, yeah. like, some people my attention when I watch it. <laughs> um, he shot Bad Mulder. Okay, yeah. He's a gray in disguise, yeah. So there was a, there was this whole like side story about um, Darcy is staying with Asta and her dad, and Asta really I felt like Asta wants to get rid of her, and I kind of felt like like she's your BFF for like her entire life. She struggled with addiction. She has no place to work with her boyfriend. She's been here for five minutes, and Asta's like, you got to go and stand on your own two feet. I thought Asta was being a little, unless the timeline is a little off, and she's actually been there for like a month, but I felt like, wow. It's been a couple days. Like, yeah, okay, it's been a couple of days, and Asta's already over it. And I was like, really? Asta, that's not cool. Um, but 
Well, I did enjoy how Esther's like, she needs to go up and she needs to get her own place and move on. And then Esther's like, yeah, you really do, and kicks her out. It was kind of hilarious, but kind of. That that was funny. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that was pretty funny. You know, I almost feel like that's uh, I hate that's one thing about this show. I hate, and they do it all the time. Is something happens to create something else. Um, first of all, Darcy kicked pills in three days. Um, yeah. Like you said, Ask is like, okay, you got you to get back. Longer. You got to get. You got to get back on your feet. Go, come on, you know, go to the bar, go to work, go do something, you know. And then, like you said, uh, Dan Dan says, Asa, you're right, you should move out. Um, and then the two of them are laying in the bed talking, and you know, they're going to be roommates now, which is makes perfect sense. But I almost feel like all of this was to get to that. Right, like they gave Darcy this boyfriend, this addiction, and like Darcy's entire story was it in fact in service to get Asta out of her own house, right? Which is kind of not cool. Right, and to get to get the two of them a place together. Which, but I mean, this whole this whole Darcy storyline, I have hated it since it started, and it. I'm glad it's over essentially, but it was over. It was over off screen. And three days. I would love to meet people that can kick an addiction in three days. Like, that's impressive. And then three days after that, Asta's like, go back to work in the bar. You've been, you're an addict. You got off pull three days ago. Go back to the bar. What? It was a little, you know, but that's because it was really bad. Asta, it's actually kind of surprising that these two have never been roommates before. Like, they, they're like, what are they, 27, yeah, 20, is, 32, whatever, and they're not, never yeah. been roommates before. But that could be a fun thing next year of them being roommates. It's obviously going to be a disaster. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, um, but, you know, they've written, like, the last six episodes have been like major Asta growth. So, like she, you know, there, there's the Jay thing. Then she meets her mother. Then she, you know, her now she's moving out. Like they've really suddenly accelerated her growth a lot in the back end yeah. of the episode of the series, right? Back into the series. have they though? Have they? Know, Harry, she, she, Harry, forg- she forgave Harry pretty quick. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. All that growth, that takes it back a couple steps. <laughs> so I really agree with you, Jamie, that this works really well at the season finale, and I wonder what, like, yeah. they could have ended it, and it would be fine, and I wonder what could happen in the next episode. Yeah, I don't know, because I haven't seen it yet, but, um, yeah, I was surprised, because I honestly thought, since they didn't give us another one, that that, that was it, and... I don't know. It seemed like it could be, definitely. I mean, I would have been fine with that. Um, yeah, I would too. Yeah. I think it would be a season finale. I wonder what, yeah. Especially, like, you killed Terry O'Quinn. That should be your season finale. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the only, ooh, I think the only thing um, I can really see happening in the next episode, um, I mean, quite honestly, and they're, and they're not going to do it this way because they're going to try and shoehorn in too much. I mean, this whole alien part of things, I, I could see taking up, it should take up the entire episode. I mean, the, the, the major going after, you know, going, she knows they're from patients. 
you know, having her bring a bunch of her troops into patience, the, you know, the, the gray in disguise, he's going to be going back after um, Peter's son. I, I can see this all converging in one, some type of hilarious battle in patience and Ben losing his mind because, oh, my God, why is the military here? <laughs> type of yeah, thing, you know? Yeah. And that could be the entire – and that's, that's – I mean, I could – that's what I could see. However, then they're going to try and shoehorn in Darcy's story and ask the story and Liv's story. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's – And and the Sheriff Mike – It's going to be interesting. Although I think – so. Sure. AJ. Sheriff Mike. Sheriff Mike. Based on everything that, you know, AJ is saying about alien-wise, I could see, I think maybe the next episode, it's time for Liv to be brought into the truth about aliens. Like, she's been coming so close the last like, couple of episodes. It's time for yeah, her to be brought into it, right? I agree. I agree. I Honestly, I think it's about time for all our main characters and patients to be brought in on it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but that's not going to happen. No, I'm be really surprised. If it did. I mean, either her I or Darcy need to find out. I'd prefer it to be Liv out of two. I, I want to see Mike find out because I can already hear Mike. You know, that actually makes a lot of sense because Harry's always been a little off. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think Mike is not a threat. Like Mike is not. He's not no. a threat. Like he's going to try to capture Harry and turn him in no. or whatever. That's not Mike's no. interest. Mike's going to ask stupid questions. Mike's going to ask stupid questions. Hey, I see you have teeth mm-hmm. when you're in alien form. I see you have teeth over here too. Do you eat with those teeth too, or is that just for killing people? Like Mike's going to ask stupid questions like that. That would be amazing <laughs> if Mike found out. I mean, I personally would like to see Ben and Kate not it. Only because I so enjoy watching the kids try to conceal it yeah. from their parents, right? Like that's really that's what this episode was missing. This episode was missing kids. the kids. Kids, are the best. kids would have made it better. Kids better be in the finale. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think the kids' storyline is at its best when they're when they're in cahoots with Harry and trying to hide yeah. the truth, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I thought it was, uh, so, you know, I don't always love this. I thought this was a good episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know what it was? Because there was so much going on and it was so relatively fast-paced that they didn't have time to to do stupid shit, really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's also, you know, AJ and I, I feel like this is one of those, are we going to have those situations where, we're like, this show is getting bad. This show is getting bad. Oh, they nailed the dismount. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, if this all was right. a finale, this is like... a pretty good finale. So, all right. Uh, but unfortunately, it wasn't. So, uh, what do you want, you want to move on to? She-Hulk? Yeah, see She-Hulk. This is the wedding episode, right? Yes. Yeah. Anyone? I Anyone? did not love this one. No. I mean, I did you not? Did you? Yeah. I I did not love this one. Um, Titania round two. She Hulk kicks her ass again. Um, the whole, you know, the bride is like, Jen, this is my day. Don't I don't want 
you know, don't don't Hulk out and ruin my day. And then you find, come to find out that's exactly why the bride wanted her there. Because if you remember the beginning of the episode, Jen's like, this is, I'm, you know, we were friends in high school, but I haven't talked to her in like eight years. I was surprised she's inviting me to her wedding. Yeah, she invited her because she's She-Hulk, knowing that she would probably turn into She-Hulk. And she could go, look, She-Hulk came to my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, only thing, the only thing I did enjoy was, I don't know if we ever got his name, and if we did, I don't know what it was. But I did enjoy one of the uh, groomsmen flirting with Jen. I, I like that. It's nice, it's nice to see somebody enjoying yeah. Jen for Jen for a change. Yeah, that guy yeah. kind of likes Jen. Yeah, I liked him. She needs to get more. Um, I'm just going to say, though, she needs to get more clothes that that are uh, super clothes or whatever. I thought that from what she said, the dress she got was supposed to be super, but I guess not. I like that subplot a lot. I like her going to, like, basically her own Cinna, right? Like, you know, yeah. Cinna from The Hunger Games. Yeah. Who, and, it, I, like, I like that that little plot. I like that character. I thought that was good. And I have complained mm-hmm. about those clothes, and I thought it was bad CGI and bad storytelling. And, no, actually, they had a point, so I stand corrected, right? Um, yeah. I yeah, am. Ever I'm. I, I think I'm with AJ. I, I'm not sure you said exactly this, but I feel like Titania is a little. I need a little more on Titania. Like I don't understand. Even from last week, we talked about how Titania, like when she, like Titania, has it in for She-Hulk, right? Titania, like she didn't just trademark that because she. She didn't just trademark the name She-Hulk to make money. She did it partly because of her anger or jealousy or whatever's going on there, right? Um, and then this week she shows up at the wedding. It, it, like, it, it kind of makes no sense that she'd be at this wedding because why does Jen's friend know Titania or whatever? But I don't really get that. But um, Titania has superpowers, right, also. Yeah, she's um, strong. I mean, she's super <laughs> strong. Um I don't know. I don't need her entire backstory, but I don't know where that came from or who she is or why she, like, I don't know. I, I like, I like the actress, Jamila Jamil. Is that her name? Jamila Jamil? Yeah. I think. Um, yes. I kind of like Titania. I want to like Titania, but I just am not really getting the whole, I mean, I guess they're holding it back. And AJ, you've read the comics. Maybe you understand it better, but like, why? why there's this jealousy. I mean, it's not like Titania is not unattractive. It's not like She-Hulk is hotter than Titania. She's an attractive mutant or whatever she is, right? An attractive whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, why is she such a jerk? And a, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't we, know. Maybe we'll I don't know that. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing okay. that's where it's going. I just, I just, my disappointment part of the, my disappointment with the episode is I thought by now, we have some kind of story. Like this is all the, I mean, each yeah, really story progressed, but it's all, it's, it's just, it's, it's all been sitcom And I was not expecting that. I was expecting maybe, you know, I was expecting more like the structure of WandaVision, which is Like if there's an actual story arc that seemed to be progressing yes. through these episodes. Yeah. I mean, the only, yeah, sto- I, know, Jamie, I mean, technically you... the only story, 
the only story arc we're really getting is the the Titania stuff, which yeah, and it's not honestly, really I feel it's been kind it's been kind of it's been kind of lame. Yeah, or not making sense, so, or not I mean, developed as much as we'd like to see, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, we got three episodes I mean, left, so maybe they'll stick to landing. Kind of enjoy the whole sequence where Jan is like having a bad time at the wedding. And she's like, whatever, I'm going to get drunk and dance. Like, I, I found that to be really... Um, that was funny. I don't know. I've been, to a, I've been to a lot of weddings. I've been in a lot of weddings. I've never done that, but I kind of felt that there's probably a lot of people watching the show who maybe get that sort of like having a bad time at your friend's wedding thing, right? And And... Being like, whatever, I'm going to, like, I liked all that. Maybe also because, um, I don't know, Tatiana Maslany was particularly good in that part of the episode, I thought. Um, I don't know. Jamie, how did you like it? You haven't talked that much. Yeah, I mean, I liked it enough. I mean, I agree with AJ. There's not enough of a, you know, story thread through it, um, mainly because they haven't really told the point of why Tatiana like her I especially with us not getting very many episodes I just it feels like it doesn't know where it's going yeah like it's not it isn't good I'm enjoying each one but there's no there's no backstory there's no you know thread no continuity there there I mean there's continuity but you know what I mean there's no mythology in there yeah no no, I know what you mean there's no story there's no story it's like a series of vignettes about her life kind of um yeah and there's no um there's no stakes or consequences right there's no like titania i think that's yeah i think that's the problem right there that that's the perfect way to put it karen and there's no stakes there's no titania is not a a credible threat to she hulk really because she's comedic and inept right and there's not even the normal tension of, like, oh, could Jen lose her job? Like, I'm not worried about that either, right? That's not a credible problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have no tension coming out of this story. Nothing to worry about. And there's none really and within actually, a... Actually, No, go ahead. No, no, finish your I thought. Say, no, finish your it's not like a normal sitcom where at least within that 30 minutes there is, like, some sort of... I mean, the story, the 30 minute story is not all that compelling, right? Go to a wedding, have a bad right. time. Um, I was just going to say, I actually, I really enjoyed the side story with, um, what that guy called himself? The Immortal. That oh, was the Immortal, funny. yeah, that guy was kind of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the two lawyers. The leak, the leak, um, the case of the week, the legal case of the week. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I think just, the problem is, is ahead, the, the, case of the, week, the case of the week stories are good, but unless you have like 20 episodes, like we don't want yeah. the case of the week, not for a Marvel show. Another yeah. show maybe, but not a Marvel show. Right. That's why. That's totally fair, yeah. What a, what I was going to say about that, though, that was it, it was really entertaining watching the two of them defend him while not defending him. <laughs> it was like, 
they found a way, you know, they found a way for everybody to be happy, you know, and, and still. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, he still, it's like they made their client pay twice. <laughs> they made him pay him, you know, money to defend him, but then they made him, you know, Pay all his wives. Do the right and, thing yeah. by do the right thing by all his wives. I mean that was <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that whole thing. I did, and I kind of enjoyed that Jen was not there, and they allowed like I forget the name of her assistant, um, who I do like as a character, and you know I liked her get. I mean I shouldn't want to see her. She's the assistant. Jen is the star. Um. So she shouldn't always be the front, but I, I enjoyed seeing her get her moment to be, you know, um, to figure this out, solve it, working with their boss. Like, I, I don't know. I don't want to say this, but, like, those two were way were, – like, they were more interesting in this episode. Like, that that was maybe the more interesting yeah. storyline than Jim having a bad time at a wedding, right? And Titania uh-huh. randomly showing up for no reason. And being mad for no reason, like that, the Immortal storyline was was kind of better. Like, I kind of wondered how that was going to end. Yeah. And I like the way they solved it, which is maybe not cool. Maybe that's not what is supposed to be happening on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the, there's a few more episodes to go. Maybe they'll, like, work it together. But, yeah, hopefully um, the next not... three. Yeah. Delandry. I mean, it's not, as far as I know, it's not renewed. As far as I know, it's not supposed to be renewed. A lot of these Marvel shows are coming out to be like one and done kind of things, right? But I'm assuming She-Hulk yeah. is in addition to the next phase of the MCU. And she may not get a movie, but she may appear in a movie, right? I haven't followed the, yeah. Next, well, yeah, the I MCU mean, phase. I, I've got a yeah, I've got I've got to believe that she's going to be featured in any of the the ensemble movies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm sure she'll be part of taking Kang down. Oh yeah. So, um since since we're on our Marvel kick at the moment, I I was going to I I meant to t- uh text you guys the link earlier and I forgot. I'll do it in a little bit and you guys watch it later. But Ryan Reynolds, I, I I've always liked Ryan Reynolds, and I, I loved him even more when he once he started playing Deadpool. And and since he's just, I I, would, I want to be his friend. <laughs> I want him as a friend. He seems like the he's coolest so person on the planet. Um. So today, out of nowhere, he drops a video on, uh, it was either Instagram or Twitter. I'm not sure which one. Honestly, I forget which one it was. I think it was Twitter, actually. Drops a video um, talking about how he, he's, you know, he's sorry that they didn't make it to D23, and he's talking about not knowing what he's doing with, with Deadpool 3, that they're trying to figure things out, but he has no idea when it's going to be out or what they're going to do and everything. And then in the background, you see somebody walk – he's sitting on a couch, and you see somebody walking by, him, by in the background. I'm like, you can't really see who it is in the video. And then he goes, hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure. Why not? No. Yes. So Ryan Reynolds and the 
and Hugh Jackman in a you know their their typical way out of nowhere just announced that Deadpool three is going to have Wolverine in it and Hugh Jackman will be playing Wolverine. That's nuts. Yeah. Yep. And then it you know it does some other yeah. stuff. It fades it fades it fades the block and then it pulls the Wolverine or the 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 Deadpool logo forwarding gets slashed with claws and then it goes back to black and it says nine, I think the 23rd, nine, 23, 24. So we know in September of 20, wow. of 2020, yep. 2024, we are getting Deadpool three in September. So Great. two years from that's now. A, that's a movie that didn't even start I shooting yet probably. Wow. So, it, they haven't. <laughs> I was so excited. But the funny thing about it is, um, Blake Lively, who was recently announced that they're, that they're pregnant again, she was having problem with paparazzi at her house, all trying to get the first picture of her being pregnant. So she beats into the punch and she posted a bunch of pics of herself to Instagram. Right. Yeah. One of those, one of those pics that she posted was Ryan Reynolds in his new Deadpool costume. And I didn't catch it at first until I saw, I saw somebody mention it online. And then he drops, goes and drops this today. Wow. Yeah, they are. Especially those two. But anyway, so yeah. So I am extremely excited. I'm like, I gotta wait two years though. But I'm very excited. I cannot wait. But that's a hell of a way to announce it to everybody. (laughs) Typical Ryan Reynolds fashion. So Awesome. What would you guys like to talk about next? Andor? All right. Or Quantum Leap? No, let's do Quantum Leap because I haven't watched Andor. Oh, you haven't watched Andor? All right. Okay. Quantum Leap it is. You go first, Jamie. I only watched part of the episode, so I'll probably sit quietly while you guys do most of this talking. Okay. Um, I thought it was a good How far did you get, Karen? Um, he was on the space shuttle and he had to go out and do a spacewalk. He was very nervous about it. There was a lot of talk. Oh, so you only saw people... it. I didn't really, I didn't see the yeah, climax you, of it. So you saw, so you saw, probably only saw like half of the episode. All right. Yeah. So you were saying, Jamie? Go ahead. Um, I, I was saying, um, I like, uh, two eight. I liked the episode. I thought that it was it was pretty like tense with with story wise trying to save the shuttle. Um, I mean, obviously, it's like a it wasn't like deep in mythology or anything, but they did have the other storyline going on with um, Al's daughter. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that that was good bringing it in, bringing it in. But I mean, just the overall weekly story I thought was pretty good, um, and I like kind of how they're handling it and bringing in. You know, her the Addison kind of not knowing if she can trust them type of thing. Although they didn't drag it out, which I liked too. So, yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's not the most involved, thoughtful show. Obviously, um, it's you know, it, it's just a it's like an easy show to watch. It's an easy watching show, but right. I I enjoyed yeah. it. Though. For what it was, I enjoyed it. I got it. What did you think? Um, I think I like this week's episode better than last week's, actually. And I, I think I, I'm enjoying the, the, the real world stuff as a, or the 2022 stuff as opposed to what um, 
What the heck is that? Ben. Ben. Ben, thank you. Um, except, you know, aside from, you know, the Ben storylines are right, but I think the stuff going on on the outside, because it's very intriguing because there's this whole mystery to what Ben and Al's daughter were up to. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they track her down, and then she calls Magic, and, you know, they have this whole tete-a-tete and everything, and it's very – and the, I was actually, actually kind of blown away for a minute because, I mean, before they did the show, they must have said, okay, when we do this, how many of the original actors can we get for the show? Because I was kind of surprised um, when Magic goes to see Al's wife to find out where their daughter is, it's the actress that played Beth in the original series. So I was yeah. – uh, I was, I was very uh, happy. I was, I was like, oh, my God, it's Beth. <laughs> I was very happy about that. Um, so the, um, there were some good lines in it, actually. He had, uh, when um, Karen, I don't think you saw, got up to this point, but they were trying, they're trying to get to the mirror station, and they're having trouble. Nobody's answering the phone, so to speak. So he's like um, – he realizes that they're sleeping and he's like, I'm going to go knock on the door, <laughs> which I thought was which crazy. What's that? I said, which was crazy that he would do that, but it was good. Well, yeah. Um, the, 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 I mean, you know, there is one thing I kind of have a problem with though, about this episode, as much as I did enjoy it. And again, this is sort of an easy watching show, so I'm not, putting too much, trying not to nitpick it too much. But this is supposed to be in the future, but not way, 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 way necessarily in the future. I I don't know that I buy that you can easily, I I mean, I assume she was like Googling or whatever. I I don't know that you could easily look up how to fix a space shuttle in like five seconds, but to tell him what to do. But um, other than that, that's probably something that you kind of have to kind of ignore through the whole show. You have to be able to help. She's, She's not Googling, though. She has access to, like, military, you know, you remember, this is military funded. So she has access right, to files and stuff that things, normal people don't. But people train for years. It, it, it doesn't seem to me to be something that she could just be like, put this here, pull that out there, and, like, he would be an astronaut. On the, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's but, not But she could, that she could pull, I, I, I get what you're saying, Jamie, and you're, and you're right to a point, but, I mean, she could pull, I mean, Given the access that she has, she could pull up, uh, you know, she could tell them, hey, I need, she could tell Magic, hey, you need to call somebody. I need diagrams for, you know, the space shuttle and, ha- and tell Ben yeah. how to do it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, and, yeah, there's going to be yeah. some disbelief. Like, at first, actually, it's funny. At first, when the episode first started, I thought to myself, Ben's going to have to figure this out on his own because, logically speaking, she shouldn't be able to contact him. Because he's in outer space. But then I thought about right. it, and I was like, you know what, though? It does work because they have communication with Houston, so it's all electrical. So, yeah, I guess it's not that far of a stretch that she can, you know, she can still find him in outer space. Um, especially since she's attuned to his brain waves, because that's how the whole... Um, Hologram yeah, thing works. Kind of works, yeah. So, but I, I, you know, I, I like, I like, I like the justification of the Ben storyline and the outside storyline. 
was Addison and uh, the one that was Desire. Ian. Ian. Uh, Ian. Addison and Ian. Addison and Ian. It was kind of like Addison and Ian versus Jen and Magic in the episode because, you know, they were working in pairs and then they finally came together at the end. And part of the reason they came together at the end was because whereas Ben doesn't remember anything, but he's hearing the situation, he's still himself. Even though he doesn't remember anything, you know, I guess it goes so that, you know, even when you don't remember things, you still at your core are the same person. So he's like, yeah, I wouldn't trust me either. You know, and that kind of helps Addison say, you know what, we need to work together. Like Ben doesn't, Ben Ben agrees with you, Magic. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah. But as where, you know, whereas last week they implied, you know, it was implied that Al's daughter brought Ben in. Now his daughter's saying Janice is saying, no, Ben came to me. So, and then I'm Karen, you haven't gotten to this point yet, but at the end of the episode. Um, Jen has gotten the hard drive from Janice's place, and the, the flash drive they found is actually a key to unlock the hard drive, and it brings up this 3D image of all these different possible leaping points, and there's one point that's, like, blinking, and they're like, that's a specific spot. So I have a theory already, of course, um, that that specific location is, like, that he's trying to get to is where Sam is. is where Sam is. That's, that's, that's what I, I mean. Where Sam is, yeah. Yeah. And of course, and it's somehow they that figured it out. Get to that specific point. Well, they didn't I mean, figure that not... much out. They don't know what. They don't know where this, this location is. They have no idea. They just see this blinking spot in the middle of all this time, and they're like, "Where is that?" You know, they have no right. idea. Where they don't know where Sam is, is but that's so. what it's going to be. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. That's what I think. So. I mean, so even though I didn't see the entirety of this episode, I I kind of agree with both of you guys that I, um, I like the, uh, the back of the house kind of part is working, and been coming in for some criticism online that a lot of people don't like. That there's a lot of critics who are like, oh, they're spending way too much time on trying to explain to us how this all works and all these people like doing blah blah and whatever, and I mean I. I I agree with you that that tension at the back of the house is is is, is working. At least it was in this only the second episode, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that you know I I like the team members, and I also like the tension of them not necessarily agreeing and being like, really, can you trust? Like, can you trust Ben? Are you sure you can trust Ben? And then like you know the way it does seem to be like um, Ian and uh, the girlfriend, what's her name? Um, Addison. Her name. Addison against, you know, the other two. I also, you know, I was not, I'm not sure I was 100% sold when we saw the opening episode, the premiere, that they decided to make those two a couple, right? Like the, the original story, um, they were like, they were friends, you know? Um, and it was a, it was a, a friendship between two two guys and coworkers, whatever. I was like, oh, they're going to make them be engaged. I wasn't really sure how I, but so far it's pretty good. I mean, it, it adds a bit of, um, it, you know, it adds a bit of depth to the idea that he can't remember anything, and and mm-hmm. how much it hurts her that he can't remember her, um, in a very different way than than for Sam not to remember, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I, so far, two episodes in, to me, that's working okay. I don't share those criticisms necessarily yet. But there are people who, there seem to be a, a number of people, writers online, who feel like there's way too much emphasis on the back of the house. I, I, I don't know that if you followed the original setup perfectly that it would work, that it would, that it would carry over as well. Right? Like, yeah. like audiences are more sophisticated and looking for more mystery and more story and more backstory and more explanation than we were when, when the original show aired. And you... I agree. It's a way to bring in some mythology too. so it's not all weekly story. Yeah. I think, I think it, I mean, as much as I love the original Quantum Leap, I think what they're doing here, it enhances the overall. And to be honest yeah. with you, so far, Ben, Ben, I think, is probably the weakest character, and he's your lead character. Yeah. So if you had to spend an entire 42 minutes with just Ben, I'm not sure how well the show does. I think, I think adding in all these other elements, because the, the, the real-time stuff is the – stuff bringing us back to the original, you know? So yeah. I think, I, I don't know, I think, I think you know, critics be damned. Um, I, you know, I feel like those people um, are people that want, when you get a reboot or a revival, they want it to be exactly like the other one was because they yeah. loved it. Speaking of somebody yeah. that loved the original, I like the fact that it's evolved. Yeah. You know, and who knows, had the original show gone on beyond five years, um, maybe it evolved the same way and you start getting more of the outside world, you know? I mean, people, yeah, I don't know, it's two episodes in and, and people are already complaining about it. You know what? It's the world we live in now. Too many voices. Including ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, you know, I sense you're ready to move on from this, but I have to say I really agree with you that that I hadn't thought about it, but Ben is the weakest. Ben is kind of boring. Ben is a really blank slate right now, um, and and Addison, Addison's emotional state and feeling and whatever is really the center. Like I'm not, I don't feel like, gee, poor Ben. I hope he gets his memory back. I feel like, gee, poor Addison, I hope Ben gets his memory back, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? He's kind of boring, and they don't really have off-the-charts chemistry. Um, right? No, now. they don't. Uh, and and he's, yeah, he's kind of boring. He he. I mean, granted, he doesn't know anything about himself. He's, you know, this week he was like, oh, wait, I came from Korea? Oh, yeah, I immigrated from Korea. I remember that. Wow. Um, but that was really more about, that really wasn't about him remembering. It was really about Addison being like, they're like, oh, Addison, don't let him remember anything else, right? Like, that's really what that yeah. was about. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You know what that, I, if, I, if I had to compare the two shows, I would say, and, and again, two episodes in, you know, who knows how, maybe, maybe they're intentionally having Ben kind of be downtrodden and as the episodes continue and he maybe starts to get a, you know, a glimmer of memories here and there, or something sparks a memory, you know, whatever the case is, 
maybe then he gets a little more interesting. But if you compare him back yeah. to Scott Bakula, Scott Bakula, no matter what he was doing or how out of it Sam was, he always has this charisma, you know? And it just – it. Yeah. He- that was a big part of the show was the charisma that Scott Bakula brought to the character of Sam. And I don't yeah. feel like Ben has that yet. Yeah. So I, I don't want to say that I question their choice of actors for the role because it might not be, you know, we don't know yet. But it, ha- it has to transition at some point because if this is how he is every episode, it is. I'm gonna to want to watch. I'm gonna to to, I'm gonna to to see the outside world more. <laughs> but yeah. again, it could be it could be intentional right now. It could it could very well be intentional at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll get a little more zip going forward. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well. All right. That next is up, all. All right. That's all you see? So, I guess I'm done. I'm going to go. All right, Jamie. All right, so, so we'll catch up on the Rings of Power next week. Um, yep, hopefully. I'm caught up through I last week, but I, we'll didn't, I did not get a chance to watch today's episode. Um, or, I mean, this week's episode. So we'll get a chance with that um, next week. All right. All right, cool. All right. Well, have a good night, All guys. All right. Nice, Jamie. Good luck. Good, night, good luck Jamie. with the website. Thank you. Yep. If, hey, and Talk if anybody soon. listening to this knows Joomla, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Contact me. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. Bye. Nice, right. Jamie. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. All right. So... This brings us Andor. to House of the Dragon. Oh, Andor. Let's talk about Andor. No, let's do Andor first. So, all right. So, you hadn't seen all three episodes yet when we first talked through text. What did you think right. after seeing episode three? I mean, I thought episode three was better. Like, you and I felt that the first two episodes were pretty boring. Um. And I thought the third episode was better. Was it great? No. Did it really make a ton of sense? Like, like I don't know. The story has been... I, I thought it was better. I thought, I thought the third episode, it got a little better, and it started to be like... Like, I don't fully, like, get it. Like, this is how he becomes embroiled with the rebellion because, you know, this buyer shows up and has this ultimate different plan, which also kind of makes no sense either. Like, a, a lot of it doesn't – a lot of the story yeah. to me is not making sense, right? That Alexander Sarsgaard shows up and is like – like, I'm no, like, that's wait, Alan Sarsgaard. Oh, it, yeah. Still in Scarsgard. Shows up. Alexander is a little good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but then he shows up, and, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did he, did he show up, and within five minutes of meeting 
Cassian Andor was like, this guy's so impressive, i got to recruit him to my cause? Or I was like, wait, did he come here? Did he already hear about him? And he came here, like, looking to meet him? Like, I was a little, maybe I should have been paying closer attention, but I was a little confused about, like, even why he, no, no, like, you, how that even happened. It, it was not clear. Okay, it's not me. Um, like, but it was better. Oh, maybe right? I should more attention. The first two episodes, <laughs> yes, yes, the, the third... first two episodes were, were, I was like, what? Why are we watching the show? This is bad. Right? Yeah, the third episode was definitely better and picked up. Um, I, I, you know, I had heard, I mean, I think there's, there's like 12 or 18 episodes. I'm not even, I think 12 episodes actually. No, I think about it. And so it's going to be like this. Um, but I get why, you know, when I first heard they're dropping three, I'm like, okay, well, that's because they have 12 episodes. So it makes sense. Now I understand after seeing all three, this is why they dropped all three episodes. Cause it's a complete, this, this part of it is a complete story. This is, you know, where he starts and how, you know, his, I'm guessing where he starts and now he's on his way to join the rebellion. Um, yeah. I was a little annoyed in the third episode. Um, for the first 10 times you see him, you only see the back of, of Skarsgård's head. And I'm like, Ooh, who's that going to be? Who's that going to be? And then it's nobody we've yeah. ever seen before. Other than the, other than minute, the fact that it's Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. And if, you, if you're going to say it looked like uh, the general from Rogue One, I thought it was for a split second. And then yep. I was like, wait, no, that's Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> yep. There, uh, there, was a, there was that split second when – so there was that moment when yep. I saw the back of the head – that I was like, is it Boba Fett? It doesn't really look like Boba Fett's head, but it's kind of like Boba Fett's head, right? And only because, like, I'm I'm struggling to see who this is going to be. Um, and then there was a moment where I thought it was a general. And then I was like, oh, this is a new guy who doesn't really mean anything to us. Um, and I hadn't, I hadn't read about it at all. I mean... You know, it was great to yeah, see him. Either. It was great to see Fiona Shaw. Um, although I have a lot of problems with Fiona Shaw's storyline. Um, but, yeah. Okay, first two episodes could have, like, almost not happened. Like, like in the first episode, I'm watching this, and I'm like, okay, so here's the story. He has a MacGuffin. Like, it took me, like, at first I was like, wait, what is this thing he has? What? And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, I, I, I was, like, kind of trying to figure out what this piece of equipment is that he's trying to, like, wait, what did he say? And then I, it came to me, like, oh, it's a MacGuffin. It doesn't even matter at all what it is. It has nothing to do with anything. He's got a piece of contraband right. that he's trying to move, and and he's trying to get it off planet. And for some reason, he, yeah, we don't know how he got it. He shouldn't have it. Does it matter? None of it matters, right? It was, um, that's a little annoying but whatever okay um and then we move into this backstory which i really did not enjoy his backstory on this planet which is called kinara or kinyera or whatever his planet is right um how did you like all that cassie nandor backstory stuff um I feel like it was not needed. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it, it just, it was, it felt very, um, 
uh, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> like, I didn't understand why there was no, I, I didn't understand why there was no adults, how all these kids were all together like this, living like savages. Um, he has a sister and, you know, like, it just, and then people, like, I, I didn't understand it. It didn't, yeah. like, I feel like I need more just to understand what it was I watched. And then, you know, when you get to the end, they, you know, you realize it's just um, to show, basically to show how uh, Marin gets them, you know, how she ends up uh, taking care of him. And I thought it was interesting because they tried to pull, I felt like they tried to pull a fast one. I was like, like, it didn't make sense. Like, it took me a second to realize what was going on because, like, he's smashing up the ship and then you see her. I'm like, wait, she looks younger. I'm like, wait, is she? And then she's like, they hear noises and she goes, look, he, you know, her partner's like, let's get out of here. And he's like, she's like, no, let's go check it out. It's like, she came out of nowhere. Like she was just not there. And then she was there. Like I didn't yeah. yeah, the whole backstory thing. And the fact, you know, and I get that, you know, she had no way of knowing that he had a sister and everything. And that's how the whole show starts. He's looking for his sister and apparently he hears a rumor that she's on, uh, was it Fennec, the planet that they're on now? Fennec. I yeah, remember Fennec. now. Fennec? Yeah, Fennec. And that's, you know, he goes to the club there, and he's asking about who he thinks might be his sister, which is what starts the whole thing. And then those two idiots that work for the security company and that, you know. The one thing, the, the, uh, the second he commands the security company kind of cracked me up because, first of all, he's awful at speeches. And I kept wait. I kept. I keep wanting to. I actually want to see when his boss gets back to smack him upside the head. Like he tells oh, him, yeah. "Listen, I like like his boss had it all figured out. You know, yeah, they work. You know, they work at this company, and yeah, it's a shame they're dead. But guess what? They did it to themselves. And I know that they met. They ran. They tried to roll somebody over. They met somebody that wasn't having it, and they paid the price. And you know, we're gonna make up a story that makes them sound like heroes." And that'll be the end of it. But this guy, he's like, oh, oh, that's not the right way. They were one of us. And yeah, how'd that work out for you there, buddy? <laughs> um, Which is a classic yeah. trope. But see, here's, here's, I mean, this is a good thing and a problem. I enjoyed that storyline probably the most. Um, and, and I felt, right, like we see how he, like, progresses through this. And he, he's obviously very ambitious. Like he, yeah. So he he has an idea of what's right and wrong, um, but I'm not sure. I guess I felt a little bit like this is a young person's idea of what's right. This is a kid who, I mean, we see how his boss is like, listen, let's not deal with this. We need to like make this story him, blah, blah blah. This is an experienced guy. This young guy has some righteous indignation about it. He's doing something different, but he's also very ambitious and he's trying to advance himself, right? And he ends up getting 10 guys yeah. killed. And I also can't wait for his superior to come. I also feel like, oh, yeah, this is a guy who ends up in the Imperial Guard, right? This is clearly a guy who winds up on the bridge of the Death Star. Um, I, yeah. I can see how this weasel might actually make his way up. Um, and I and I was really interested in, like, how many of them are going to get killed, what's going to happen to these guys. And I'm like, wait, I care more about the bad guys living or dying that I care about the good guys right now, right? <laughs> a big deal is made of this woman who is 
Cassian's like broker who's setting up the deal. Um, it is implied that they might have some sort of, I mean, at, at a minimum they're flirting. Her turns out she's sleeping with that other guy who's extremely jealous. Um, yeah, a little in. bit. Um, but I didn't really feel they didn't really build that. That like I'm like, are they trying to build this idea that Cassian and and her, her name is a uh, Bix? that he and Bix have something going on. But the guy who turns Cassian in, he gets killed, right? And Bix is clearly very... I'm like, wait. I'm like, does she like... like, I I just felt like all that's a mess, and I didn't really care about them. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, this guy, this horrible, this guy who I hate, who is the, you know, is the young security officer who sets the whole thing up. Well, I don't like him. That was the more, to me, that was the more compelling group of people getting killed. I didn't really care if Dick mm-hmm. and her boyfriend got killed. They're throwaway characters. As you said, AJ, to me via well, text, all this make doesn't matter because we know he gets off the planet. And I think he gets off both planets. Both storylines, right. we know he's getting off the planet. Yeah, it's funny, actually, because when the boyfriend died, the, um, I was like, I was like, good, he started this whole thing anyway. It's his fault. He's a jerk. <laughs> it is his fault. He's a total jerk. It's his fault. Like I, I, I like I didn't understand why why he yeah he turned him in. I mean like she clearly is into him. She shows up at his place, and then he still gets yeah. jealous and, and and turns him in. It's like come on, dude. Oh, you know what? One of my favorite parts though was like there was a lot of characters who I felt like if they had names, they weren't clear on what they were. Um, like Bix is the only one that I could think of, but the guy at the salvage yard who he's friends with and asked to make up this, you know, the lie about going back to his place and getting drunk there and everything. I love that when he tied time. that engine block to the, uh, <laughs> to the oh, ship. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, something's going to happen. Cause that's, that's, that's where he came out of the last time we saw him. <laughs> and then you see him take off. I was like, Oh, yep. Yep. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just like this entire story was to, I mean, maybe some of this comes back around later, but at face value right now, the entire story is to get Andor off of this planet and started on his journey to the rebellion. Yeah. I mean, like it really yeah. made no sense. Like the, the boyfriend turning him in, like that's some, like, it's like, I don't know. It's just all, in three episodes, it was too short a span to really understand it since we don't know any of these characters. There's really no yeah. character development in any of these characters. You know, you kind of get a, a sense that uh, Andor have a history, whether it was romantic or just, you know, working together type of history. We don't really know what their history was, but they definitely have one, um, you know, you, you, we just don't have enough time or, and that's because we're short, you know, um, yeah. longer than She-Hulk, but <laughs> shorter than some of that. But you know what? I think Boba Fett was only like about the, about this long too, these ep- Boba Fett episodes. They were short, um, yeah. But I mean, I, so I really I, felt, I, I just, go ahead. Go ahead. How did you feel? Well, I really felt in particular that Cassian's backstory on his planet, back to the name of the planet, can, can whatever, like, 
and right. the little fly planet where you're right, it's not clear what. So there is some discussion in the in the corporate security office that this planet, like, oh, there was a terrible mining accident and it was left uninhabitable and nobody's ever been there again, right? It was not clear to me, did someone come and kill all the adults and the kids are there alone and that's the horrible accident? Or is it after these guys are killed by children, an army of children, like, is that the accident? But, like, none of that made sense. And also, it's an, it was at least half of both those two episodes were almost wordless, no English. When they speak, they speak in a language that is not subtitle on the screen for me to know what they're saying, right? It was fine. I could kind of intentionally going on. Right, right. And I could tell what was going on, but I thought there was a little too much for your average audience and it was unnecessary. And and I really was I didn't love how it went down that Fiona Shaw shows up and she abducts him. She basically abducts him from the planet, right? Um and I know it was framed as though she's like, look, the, the Empire's going to come and kill everyone. We have to save him. But I thought it was a little selfish. And I felt like she didn't save him. She abducted him. I, I don't know. Did you get any of that kind of vibe, or is that just me? Um, I'll be honest. You cared more than I did because I didn't care. Because we know yeah. she was going to get him off the planet. <laughs> it didn't matter why she was doing it. I mean, I, 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 I didn't give it enough thought, honestly. And if I have to think about it now, I could see both sides of it. I mean, clearly, I mean, he was still living with her when, you know, as an adult. So clearly she was his mother figure his entire, well, you know, Well, where's he going to go? He was a kid and she kidnapped him. Well, yeah. And, yeah, but, and, I mean, yeah, know, but he was, he, a, he was a rebellious kid. That, I mean, he could he was... He was old enough; he could have ran off as soon as, I, as soon as they got the Phoenix. I mean, yes, I, mean I don't know where he could have gone. To, I don't know how big Phoenix is. People come to love their kidnapper. We've seen that, right? In in well, yeah. life and shows yeah. or whatever. I, I, I mean, I, I just felt like really are we being famous for like like taking this child without any consent? Is I don't know. Anyway, so then we have fast forward. AJ, why would he think his sister isn't, like, what? Like, apparently, I don't know. whatever happened on that planet, he can never speak of where he's from. Fiona Shaw is like, Ma- Ma- Mara, Mava, she's like, you didn't actually tell him where you're from. Like, you, like, it's clear that he can never utter the name of this planet, right? And yet he shows up looking for a girl from this planet. I don't know why, if it's so horrible to say it, why would she say she's from there? Like, it just makes no sense why he ever, like, None of it, like, yeah, really, I... you, you could have dispensed with the first two episodes. You could have started in the first ep- third episode of, like, I've got a piece of contraband to sell. Oh, no, the sale goes bad, and this guy offers me a chance off the planet. Right? We could have started pretty much with the third episode. I've got a MacGuffin. Yeah. I want to sell it. This guy wants it, but it turns out he's actually recruiting for the, like, I don't know. This is a show. This is another. I talked to a. So I was out tonight with someone who I had not met before in a group of people. Oh, you have a podcast tonight? Oh, what's it about? Oh, my God. I love all those shows. What do you think of Andor? And we started talking about it. And, you know, the conversation turned to this is another show that didn't need to be made. And this is Disney trying to wring every last penny out of every gap Mm -hmm. in the Star Wars saga instead of taking a chance and writing a new chapter. 
Like you bought it? Yes. Write it. I agree. I agree. I mean, trying to bring money things... out of a character that, that I forgot about. Like when I think of Rogue One, yeah. Jin Erso is the character I, I remember. Jin Erso. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. One of the guys at work and I were talking about it and we you know, we were saying the same thing, like I I mean, I'd watch a show about Jin Erso, I might have been a little excited for it because with what we know about her from Rogue One, it sounds like she had a pretty rough life. And it might be mm-hmm. kind of fun to watch. Whereas in Andor, the only thing we get from him is that speech, you know, when, at the end of the, uh, towards the end of the movie when he's like, um, you know, I've, you know, when they're trying, trying to convince them to, to do Jin's plan and go to the planet to get the plans and everything. And he's like, you know, he's like, I've done some terrible things. We've all done a lot of bad things to get to this point. You know, don't make that all for nothing. You know, yeah. that's the extent of what we know about his history. I didn't know this is okay to this whole thing. Yeah. K2SO, at least it might be better. Yeah, and, and like, I thought Rogue One was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I like Rogue uh, One a lot. I think it's a good movie and a really good self-contained story. And as you say, Jyn Erso, but not because of Andor. the star, right? <laughs> And like when I'm, I'd love to be in that meeting in Disney when they're like, "Oh, let's do a let's do a Rogue One backstory." And instead of the really interesting female lead character getting a backstory, let's do the supporting male character who nobody cares about and give him a backstory instead. I guess because Diego Luna is hot. I don't know. I mean, nothing against Diego Luna. He's a he's an you know he's a competent actor. Uh, and it's not his fault that he didn't write this. But yeah, like, no, it's 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 the character of Andor. I don't care about. Right? I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about Jyn Erso's backstory either, but if I was going to wonder about that movie, it would be that I never once in my mind thought, right. how did he come to be in the Rebellion? Yeah. I, like, <laughs> well, I mean, that, and that's she the problem. She was being raised by Forrest Whitaker. That could be really interesting, right? Yeah. And not only that, but, I mean, Disney in general what they're doing with these prequels and in between, it's like you said, they're trying to fill in all the gaps in between and they get carried. They, they keep going like this. It's going to get problematic. I mean, it's already, I mean, Star Wars has never cared about retconning their own stuff because they've been doing it since George Lucas decided to, the, uh, the prequel trilogy. Um, but it's going to get worse over time that they got, you got to kind of rewrite shit to make it fit your current narrative. You know, I mean, I realize the galaxy is a big place, but they keep having people run into each other and visiting the same places. <laughs> so, however, yeah. these two planets, the two planets in Andor, are, were both created for the show. These planets have never been mentioned before. Oh, yeah. So, there, there we go. There's something new. But if you want, I mean, like, yeah. they've got um, this, this new show called The Acolyte, which is an original yeah. story that's going to be original original series that's not a prequel that's not a sequel it's it's, it's you know it's a new chapter of characters we don't know you know what i mean so there's some hope that's great but there's just yeah but it's just it seems like everything they keep trying to do is with characters that we don't like you know let's just ah, let's just randomly you know Hey, let's do a let's do a series on. Hey, remember that guy that Obi Wan was talking to uh, in the diner? 
Um, let's do a series about him. You know what I mean? Like they're just picking <laughs> random yeah. characters to do backstories and and whatnot. I mean, you you want to yeah, do I more mean, stories? Let's do. Why don't we jump ahead instead of going backwards all the damn time? You know, how I mean, about look, we do I, some shows about something between episode six and episode seven? You know, before we meet Ray and everybody, what happened the twenty, thirty years there? You know, let's meet some people we haven't met before. We don't even have to meet people that are going to eventually get to the the sequel trilogy. Just, just some, just some stories. And guess what, people? There's an expanded universe out there that you can adapt to your blue in the face. You can see Boba Fett. Boba Fett was a was really, I mean, talk about a fan favorite character. He was one of the first characters who was revealed, right? Even before Star Wars mm-hmm. came out in the movie theater. And people have always loved Boba Fett, and people have often wondered, does he survive the Sarlacc pit? Does he you know, do this? Does he do that? Whatever. I could see them doing a Boba Fett story. Like, did they do a good job with it? No. Uh, I don't think they did Boba Fett justice, but I, I could see, let's eke some, let's try to squeeze some money out of Boba Fett. I do not understand the yes. meeting where they were like, let's squeeze some money out of Cassian Andor. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I think it's I mean, 12, got, 12 episodes, like, right? There's I think it's, I think it's 12. So we, so we got, yeah. Yeah. So we got nine. Yeah, we got nine left. I mean, now that he's authentic, maybe maybe it does get better, you know? Yeah. Maybe we just had to get through the sludge to get to a point where it, you know, it gets good. I don't know. Yeah, and maybe we get to a point where maybe, unfortunately, as I said, to me the most interesting character right now is the corporate weasel who just fucked up his unauthorized mission, and I'd love to see, like, like that. I'd love to see what happens to that guy. Which we may never see again. And his boss may be like, what's the hell the matter with you, and throw him in jail or kill him or whatever, right? And that'd be the end of him. <laughs> um that's what I'm saying. We might not even ever see him again, unless you're right. Unless he's the type of person that like works their way up the the, uh, the empire's ladder, and we see him at a later date, and he's like, "I remember you," you know, type of thing. Yeah. But who knows? So. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Let's let's go talk about the Targaryens. Let's talk about the Targaryens. Um. This okay, so this is the time jump. We jumped ten years and all of our characters ten years. are aged. Some of our characters yep. are some of them have new actors, some of them are the same with bad wigs. Um but things are changing. I I liked this episode. I you know, we talked a lot about being worried about not being worried, I mean but how we were going to miss the characters, the two actresses who created Rhaenyra and Alicent um, and not really want to say goodbye to them. And I think that the two actresses who took over, to me, they're well cast. They make perfect sense. I really believe them as, as Alicent and Rhaenyra. I, I like those two. Yeah. Um, I thought, I mean, I have a lot of issues with this time jump and some of the things that happened here. Um, but in general, it was pretty good. What did you think? Um, yeah, in general, I liked it. Um, I thought it was very creative. I think, I think um, 
the, the creators, they, they knew what they were getting into when they were going to have two different people play the age different characters. So I like how they tried to, um, they start, you know, we start the episode with Rhaenyra um, having her third son, Joffrey. Um, so I thought that was pretty pretty good way to introduce the new actress because um, it's pretty clear who she is right away. Like, there's no confusion <laughs> who she's supposed to be. Um, so I thought that was a creative way to do that. Um, they did a really great job ca- uh, with with the casting. They do resemble both both actresses resemble the younger actress actresses very much. I got I say that I still I still miss the younger Rhaenyra a little bit. Um, oh yeah. Um. Yeah, there was there was oh uh, you know I gotta say one one thing uh, you know we say a lot of different things about a lot of shows but one thing that is true through everything is you know you have good writing when there is a character you really despise <laughs> who is and you just really want to Kristen <laughs> he is such a oh. bastard. He is, but I had a conversation, again, with this person that I was talking to tonight about our podcast, and he was like, what would you think about, you know, House of the Dragon? We talked about it. Um, I uh, I and, and, you know, we had a conversation about how we both don't feel that Kristen Cole's change of character is earned, and that it, to me, to both of us, came out of nowhere. Like, Kristen Cole was established as being really devoted to Rhaenyra, um, not just really in terms of romantic love, but he was he was devoted to her from the minute she put him on the Kingsguard. He talked about how he owes her everything. She gave his family everything, this and that, right? He had sex with her only reluctantly, really, I think, um, because he's so, like, into his Kingsguard. And pure, he's, he's set up as such a really good guy and whatever. And then... We fast forward ten years, and he's really very bitter. And he so first of all, I don't really understand why Allison would take into her inner circle a person who had previously been aligned to Rhaenyra. Like I get why now because he's obviously very bitter and angry. But he's been with he's been with Allison for immediately for ten, years, for 10 now. years. I'm like, why would Allison bring him in? Why is he such a jerk to her? Why is he so Why is he so mad at Rhaenyra? Like. He loved her so much that he asked her to run away with him, and he was going to kill him. And she's like, look, really, I'm the queen. I'm going to be the queen. I'm sorry. I can't do that, right? Um, and then he's going to kill himself over because he loves her so much. And now he's, like, going out of his way to – I mean, I guess he hates her. I guess he's bitter because she was like, I can't marry you. Was he really that naive? I, I just feel like his change of character is – I can't accept it as much as – other people in the show. I don't know. You've read the book. Um, you feel a little differently. Well, I, I, I we book, talked about this book. last week actually a little bit. We talked about this last week a little bit actually because the problem is the time jumps. We're watching it weekly. I mean, this is this was this ten year time jump was a little easier actually because everybody was much older. You, you realize that, that there's an extended period of time that we don't have the gaps. You know, we, the gaps haven't been filled in for us. But, like, last week's episode was only, like, six months after yeah. the previous episode. Every, every episode is you know? 
Yeah. So, yeah. so, so with, you know, with episode four and five, while there's a six month jump, everybody looks the same. And it's harder to reconcile the fact that Kristen and Rhaenyra had been sleeping together for a while and he's fallen in love with her and he wants to run away with her. And she's like, I'm not running away with you. What are you crazy? I'll keep sleeping with you because I enjoy, you know, I, I like you a lot and I enjoy your company, but I'm going to be queen. This is not how this is going to, you know, and, and he loses his shit and he murders somebody in cold blood. Um, yeah. And then, so and then Allison takes some. <laughs> well, no, because he made that snide comment about between others. I know, but he's um, not but like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I mean, so his, you know, so, you know, and I made the comment about him being a scorned lover and, and, it's kind of pathetic, actually, to see that 10 years later, he's still bitter over the way things ended with Rhaenyra, you know? And it didn't have to end that way. He let his, I don't know if he got his love for her or his pride got in the way, uh, you know, that created the, the, the mess in the first place. She was, you know, more than willing to continue being with him while, pretend, you know, while being married to Lenor, who she's never slept with. Um, because he's yeah, homosexual. And, and yeah, and it's and, kind of his own fault because, like, you know, how many, how many, like, real world relationships happen when they're like, oh, I know this person doesn't really love me, but if I just keep sleeping with them, I can eventually convince them, right? I'll just keep, I'll just stay in this relationship and yeah. I'll convince them that they love me, right? And and Sir Kristen doesn't go that route. He goes the total no. like, then like, yeah. Yeah, and he's so bitter that he had, you know, I mean, that was such a low blow with, um, uh, crap, I can't think of his name right now, um, Long, um, you know, by saying that to him. I mean, it's, I mean that's, that's something they need to do. They need to sit these women down and say, listen, if you're going to be unfaithful to your husband and, and pass your children off as his, dye their fucking hair. <laughs> because, I mean, for Cersei, yeah. she had three kids. They were all blonde. Baratheons are all dark hair, but nobody questioned that. Here we go, you know, Rhaenyra. You got three kids. They all have dark hair. Meanwhile, your husband and yourself are, are both from Valeria with white hair, and none of your children have white hair. What the fuck is going on here? Huh. Like, it's and pretty damn obvious. Com- well, yep. This is another conversation I had tonight, like the necessity of discarding everything we know about genetics. Like I like everything I know in high school genetics tells me that this is ludicrous that that okay, Rhaenyra has the blonde uh Targaryen hair. She sleeps with Lord Hightower, is his name. Her kids all strong, come out brown strong. hair, right? Strong. Her kids yeah, all strong. come out brown haired, right? But um, the king, Viserys, he's got Targaryen hair. His wife, Allison, has red hair, dark red hair. Their kids all come out blonde, right? Um, yep. So is this show telling us that the blonde hair is passed on the male gene, and that's why? But meanwhile, later we see that, that Cersei 
I mean, Cersei has Lannister hair, not Targaryen hair, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm sorry, Allison. You just got lucky to have three blonde kids, right? But you're right out there being like, oh, having dark-haired kids, proof. Now, it's true. She like, it's true that Rhaenyra's three sons were fathered by her Kingsguard, right? But yeah. the hair color is is like a, I don't know. I'm like, really, Allison? You just got lucky away. that your kids are all blonde, right? Or am I supposed to understand something different from the books or whatever? Well, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, you're not incorrect with that. Um, because in that situation, yes. But in Rhaenyra's situation, her and her husband are bo- both have the white hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> her and Lena are both have white hair. So where the hell yeah. did the dark hair come from? Yeah, and again, they don't understand genetics that if you had one drop of non-blonde hair in your past, right? Yeah. Like, you both have blue eyes, have a kid with brown eyes, right? But we're not talking genetics on this show. I get that. But you're right. Like, yeah. Lenore also has, like, the blonde hair. And yep. so the kids should all have blonde hair. Um, but, yeah, Kristen deserved that ass-whooping he took. And, you know, it's, it, you know Cole, the best part about all of it is? the worst. Yeah. Pisses me. I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's it's King's Landing and, and the way shit goes and everything. But Kristen murdered that guy in cold blood. He he murdered Lenore's boyfriend in cold blood. Nothing happened. No he became, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But nothing happened. He became the Queen's guard. He became the Queen's personal guard. Okay. Strong beats the shit out of Kristen. And he's being shipped back to Highgarden. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand why his father was doing it because everybody knows that he's been banging the queen or the princess. You know what I mean? I mean, to the point where his father is so, you know, his father, you know, his father kind of reminds me, uh, attitude wise, he kind of he's so noble. He reminds me of Ned. And somebody should tell him that the uh, that in the future, when you're that noble, you lose your head. Um, yes, because but, we've seen uh, other people. If you're Otto Hightower, and your son is banging the queen, you use that, right? No, you're not. Sean, Sean, no, no, no. Otto Hightower is Allison's dad. That's yeah. That's the strong family. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're Otto Hightower and oh, you okay, can, I mean, and you can like push your daughter on, like I he gotcha. pushed his daughter on the king, basically, you know, was like, you know, he. I mean, it was kind of gross what he did, right? To push her, and it was really not for Allison's benefit. So if you're if you're Otto Hightower, you're like, oh, let me my my daughter is close to the king, let me use this. But if you're, you know the strong, like, he doesn't, he's not the political player who could have used that, right? If you knew that your right. son was princess, you might try to use that to advance your family, right? Right. Not so in that family. I got, I got, I got what you're saying. Yeah, no, the younger son, now he's, now the younger son, now he's the uh, manipulator. Holy crap. He killed his brother and his father on one failed firebomb. So, Lord Laris is in the book? Right? Is yeah. he in the book? You've read the book. Okay, so 
I'm a little annoyed that his name is Lord Laris and he's like the and we had Lord the original, you know, Game of Thrones has Lord Varys the spider, who's manipulated everything, and and I'm like, is this guy really named Lord Laris, the guy who's like the major manipulator of the um Yeah. Uh but he actually killed his father and his bro- had his father and brother killed because they were yeah. inconvenient to his relationship with the queen, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, and I, I love the fact that he cut out all the tongues because if you don't have a tongue, you can't rat. Yeah. And he's like, I'll let you guys go, but you got to do this for me and I'm cutting your tongues out. Yeah, that was pretty... Um, so when he comes back to Allison, and I was like, oh, there was a horrible father, and my brother and my father were killed, boo-hoo, right? Um, and the look of horror on Allison's face when she understands what he's yeah. just done, right? And she's like, I didn't ask you to do that, I didn't want you to do that, and he's like, well, you kind of did, right? Um, and she looks horrified, and I, I had a disagreement with someone when I talked about this, and I was like, oh, Allison, like... She didn't mean that. She's in over her head. She's horrified. And this person felt like, eh, she kind of isn't. Like, in the 10 years that we didn't see her, she's become a much more ambitious and manipulative person. And was she really that surprised and horrified? And was she in over her head or was she like, oh, I just need to be a little more careful with this guy? I don't know. She's not in over her head, um, but I do feel like she was surprised. She was definitely surprised that he went to those lengths, and I don't think that's what her intentions were. But she's also going to turn a blind eye to it. She's going to continue using Laris to her advantage, you know. Mm-hmm. So, how 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 horrified is she really, you know? Um, she's definitely not in over her head. She's, you know, like 10 years. I mean, I mean, from the, from the minute Joffrey's born and she summons the, wants to see the baby immediately. I mean, that from that minute right there, before we even see Allison for the first time, I was like, oh, she is just yeah. completely, uh, lost her mind. So what did you think about the kids in the dragon pit? I thought I, I liked that a lot. That was fun. It was fun, and I mean, it was a great way to play out. The, so I understand that there's another set of actors. We're going to see all these kids aged. Pretty much, almost all of these child actors are going to be aged in another couple of weeks on the show. We'll make another time jump. Um, there's only two episodes left. Well, maybe it's next. They're already cast. It's eight, it might right? be the last episode, or is it eight? See, I, I see. Uh, at this Whatever. rate, we're only getting two seasons of this. Yeah, I mean, you know where the story goes, and we kind of all. I mean, if you, yeah. if you read well, I can't wait to get film, there, but you, you kind of know where it's going, right? Um, yeah, I know where it's going, but are... I, I also can't. I, I, I can't wait to get there. Because I think it's going to be awesome, but at the same time, I'd like to wait. <laughs> it's like yeah. holy crap! Some of these kids are going to be aged one more time. I think. Um, 
I mean, some of them are pretty little, right? At any rate, I did like that scene in the Dragon Pit. I did like the way they were like, you know, they're mean to each other. And I, I mean, it was kind of played as like Allison's kids being mean to Rhaenyra's kids. But on the other hand, like, I didn't always, like, Allison's kids are the bigger kids and they're just going to be meaner to the younger kids because that's the way kids are, right? Um, Maybe. But I think it also but Alice, did show personality flaws. Right? Well, like Aegon, Aegon, a dick Aegon, and a wuss. Aegon, yeah, Aegon punked his brother with a pig. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. Also his rival, though. It's his brother, but Rhaenyra's oldest son, right? It's his rival for the throne also. His half-brother and his rival to the throne. Wait, what? No, Aegon, Aegon and Aemon are full brothers. They're both Alice's kids. The ones in green are full are full brothers. Oh, right. They're both out. Al- yeah, but, they're both full brothers. Alice's yeah. Kids. And that's who he punked. Yeah, with Pig. And he yeah. and he did it with and he did it with Jace. So with Jace, yeah, Jace, and Jace it, yeah. They, had, they Jace got along pretty good right. until until yeah. until their sword training. Yeah, I mean that can't last for that long. Um, I mean, I think the best part of the flash forward was. I mean, I think they aged Allison and. Rhaenyra well, and and they've shown, like, the person Allison has become. Like, when we last saw Allison, like, she was trapped in a loveless marriage, but she gets to be the queen, but she wasn't really inhabiting the yeah. role of the queen. And ten years later, she is the queen. She's lording it over everyone. She's using it. She's loving yeah. it. Um, she's in a really different place. And Rhaenyra is a little bit... I mean, she's subservient. Like, there was a time when... Allison would not summon Rhaenyra, and Rhaenyra wouldn't come. But we see, like, Rhaenyra's right. like, oh, shit, I got to go see that bitch. Let me make her sure she's right. Like, she, she's a little more subservient in the way she's supposed to be. You know what's funny is how she talks about, you know, um, you know when Rhaenyra makes – the uh, the offer of marrying their kids together to make the house stronger because they're all family and everything. And I thought it was funny how Allison is like, you know, telling the king like over my, you know, you can do whatever you want when I'm cold and in my grave. And although Daniel, he ain't gonna, he, he ain't gonna help live her. Um, yeah. Especially considering their age difference, besides the fact that he's already got one foot in the grave. Um, but I just thought it was so funny how she talked down about the strong family, yet had her father not manipulated her into the king's bed, she'd be no more of a class, you know what I mean? Like, her father is the same yep. level of class as the strong family, maybe less yeah. so even because the father, you know, the father was the hand, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, it's funny yeah. when you get to that point, you know, I, and Allison, as a younger person, hadn't been looking down at people like that. So the last 10 years, she's definitely uh, gotten meaner. Like, yeah. I would love to see Allison get hers. I would 
also there's a couple of people I'd love to see to get theirs. Yep, and I'm excited to get hers because like there's this element of it where they're like, you know, Allison is like, oh, Aeon, loser and a wuss, right? She's like, you understand that like you're a threat to Rainier's children, and he's like, oh, my aunt would never kill me, whatever. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, like they're playing a part of it as though Allison is really just afraid for her children, but I think she also has become ambitious and cold and, like, mm-hmm. a lot more like I her agree. father than Chara was. Like, is she really just wor- – she knows her son is not an appropriate king, right? Um, she's not really just worried about that. And, and I'm not sure she has reason to believe that Rhaenyra would kill those children, at least not right now. Right? Right. Like, she's not going to be like, I'm the queen, I'm killing them to to secure my role. I mean, could it happen if there was a civil war? Yes, Rhaenyra could be forced to do that. Um, but I'm not sure Allison, although, you know, she's had people whispering in her ear and making her think this. But yeah, like Sierra get hers. She's, yeah. uh, she's a little, she reminds me of Marjorie, probably because she looks like Marjorie. Marjorie was also a giant bitch who I wasn't sorry to see her die either, right? Also manipulated by her father, Marjorie. What was wrong with Marjorie? Uh-huh. What? What was wrong oh, I mean, with Marjorie? Like, in, in Game of Thrones, I didn't like Marjorie. I thought she was kind of a little bitch. Um, I didn't, I thought she was not a nice person. I thought she was acting a lot. I thought she was but she also was a young woman manipulated by her father into a loveless marriage with a not appropriate spouse, right? Um, who then had to harden herself well, to survive. Well, yeah, I mean, Joffrey was... <laughs> well, it was who like, wanted to be married much, to Joffrey? He was much more horrible. Um, but, then she, but then she was married to Tolman. And Tolman was wonderful. Yeah, that's but then he killed himself yeah, because yes, because he was like a tiny little child. Um, yeah, but yeah, Allison. Um, then of course Allison has betrayed or forsaken our heroine Rhaenyra. Right, Rhaenyra is the person that we're all pulling for on the show. So, you go yeah. get Rhaenyra. We're not going to like you. Well, you know what's funny is you know, and and the series is the. He's he's such a good king. I mean, he, you know, I mean, there's, you know, we, it's, the show starts with the choice between him and Reyna, and he gets chosen because he's the male, you know, and he's really been a a good king. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. very, mm-hmm. for, for as kings go, he's very forgiving. You know, and he's yeah, like when when you know. And, and yeah, he, does he turn a blind eye about shit to Rhaenyra? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's gonna be, you know, it, it's it, it's it's funny in this this, you know, I mean, this is the prequel, but in the grand scheme of the Game of Thrones world that we've seen on television, I mean, he's definitely hands down probably the best king that we've witnessed. I mean, Rock was just a drunken fool. Um, there was a Mad King, of course, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Danny never actually got to the throne, <laughs> you know. 
I mean, we had Circe and Joffrey and God, you know, with everything that we've seen and heard, you know, even just some of the people we've heard about, he's he's been really great to watch. Like, I've enjoyed him. Um, well, I mean, as and a he's king, at a point I think. Why? Go ahead. Well, I think he takes his duty very seriously, and he's not like a lot of kings who are who are who are worried about consolidating their power and remaining in power for the sake of power and the sake of what they get. Whereas Viserys is really, I think he really cares about being the king and caretaking the realm and that kind of thing, right? And he may be yeah. the first and the last king we see in Game of Thrones who is like that. We don't really see a lot of people in Game of Thrones who are who are really that committed to their role or their calling or whatever and not just to themselves. See, I actually wonder what their plans are. I mean, I know there's a million other uh, spinoffs that they're going to do. Um, yeah. But I, I wonder how far they're actually going to go with because, I mean, this confined story here, it, it has no more than a, the way they're progressing. It has a season at most. Like, so we get second season. But then does the third season, so they can you know, I, like, I, I'm curious. I don't know what their plans are, if they're ending with Dance of Dragons or if they're going to continue on with what happens after that. That's what I'm not yeah. sure about. Because if they're just leading up to the Dance of Dragons, then it, it's two seasons and we're done. And then they move on to yeah. the next spinoff. Well, they do. I mean, they have a bunch of spinoffs coming for sure. Um, and and yeah, I mean, where do you go after the Dance of Dragons? I mean, that's a that's a huge climactic thing, right? And then yeah, I mean, there's more story after it. It's just not as interesting. <laughs> yeah, and like, do we want to watch three generations until Daenerys is born? Like, no, it's not right. all that interesting. Yeah. No. So. Oh, and there's also the Damon storyline. Oh, the Damon storyline. So Damon is married and has kids. He's married to um, Lena. Lena, that's her name, right? Yeah, Lena. She's the sister of Leonor. Um, She's she's actually the girl that at one point it was proposed that that Viserys should marry her when she was like 12, remember? Right. Um, I, I mean... She's a great. I liked her a lot. I thought she was a great advisor to Damon, and she made a lot of sense. And Damon doesn't want to hear it. Damon did seem a little subdued in this episode. Um, yeah, Damon. Damon definitely seems like the years have really made him down. And, um, he just he seems like he, he's going through the motions at, at the point at this point. Yeah, I mean, the last time we saw him, he was at Dragonstone. In this episode, Rhaenyra was like, all right, let's go to Dragonstone. Let's get the hell out of Dodge. We can't stay here, right? We'll go to Dragonstone. But last time we saw Damon, Dragonstone was his seat, right? Um, And he Mm -hmm. had that place. Um, And they now are living in, um, they're in the southern, whatever you call the southern nation. They're 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 in Dorne. Dorne. I mean, they talked about Sunspear. I'm yeah. not sure if they were indoor or I they were, they were in somewhere around there. 
I don't know. I thought they weren't in Dorn. I thought they were in Pentos, but whatever. They're in some of the outer, the, you know, on the far side of the sea. In exile. Well, Pentos is in Pen, Pentos is in Essos. It's in Essos. But somebody did say something about, but but somebody somebody did say something about Pentos in in the episode. So I could be wrong, but I thought that because they did mention Dorn also, and I thought that's where they were. They're talking about the uh, triumph, the triumvirate. Is that what they call them? The triarchy. The, the trab king. The triarchy. Triarchy. Thank you. Thank you. The tri- they were talking about the triarchy, triarchy and Dorn creating an alliance. And triarchy is who Damon was talking. So I, yeah, maybe I got confused with my location. Maybe they were. But but you're right. Somebody did. Somebody did say something about Pentos. I thought they were in Pentos, and there was a conversation like, Dorn is getting too powerful. We need to, like, talk to Sunspear. Should we betroth our child to someone at Sunspear? That kind of thing. I thought was that what that was about. Is me wrong? Um, no, you could, be, you could be right, and I could have misinterpreted it. Um, but the big story there was that she's having trouble having giving birth to their third child, and she decides uh, a Viking funeral is the way to go. Well, I mean, she's not she's not wrong. Maybe there's that moment where they're basically reliving that scene that we saw with Viserys and Emma early in the series, where the doctor is like, oh, or the maester is like, oh, we can't save her, probably, uh, but yeah. we could, you know, take the kid. We could cut her open and take the kid out. Um, and David says, what about the mother? And they're like, oh, well, she'll totally die. And he never says anything. Like, we never, like, right? Like, yeah, he never gives an answer. They cut away. He doesn't have a, they cut away. Would Damon have, probably, right? Like, You know, I, I felt like it was an... And maybe it was intentional, but I felt like in the scene, in the moment, I felt like there was genuine concern for her from him. You know, like, I feel like he was asking about her because he didn't want her to die. Yes, and I felt like they were pretty okay. That's how I felt it was. I felt like they were a pretty okay couple. Like, we have not, we've seen Damon be very distant. Right, I've seen him be very dismissive towards women in general, um, not just the women that he, you know. Uh, but I, I've seen him not be that great towards women, even towards Rhaenyra. I mean, we know that he's been he's been. I mean, that's a, that story basically. He's been grooming her since she was a child. That's kind of a disturbing story, but whatever. Um, I thought they were great in part because Lena. Like she stood up to Damon. She was a good personality match, and I thought I felt like he liked her, liked her more than his previous wife, wherever she came from. Right? He, I mean, obviously, he hated the woman who was wife before, but she was like Lena was a good match, right? Temperamentally and personality wise, she seemed to be a good yeah. match as a wife, yeah. able to hold her own and push him around a little bit. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure he would have decided to kill her. And take the baby. They already have two kids, right? That wasn't their yeah. first kid. They have one kid, two kids. They have two kids. 
I'm not sure I wouldn't have saved her. That except that we know, we know that what he wants is Rhaenyra. That he's been like, he wants well, yeah. Rhaenyra. And his wife is an obstacle to that. So if she conveniently died, maybe he's okay with that. I don't know. <laughs> so it's her brother. <laughs> so it's yeah. Lainor. Lainor is an obstacle too. Yeah. 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 One thing at a time. One murder at a time. He didn't have to murder her. She took her own life. Yeah. Which, my big question now is, who inherits, does her oldest child inherit the dragon? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like the dragon is bound to you, or, right? Like, we, we, we've seen that going on in this episode where some of the children... Well, no, dragons definitely... Well, no, dragons will definitely uh, take another rider. But maybe that's the thing. Only if it's, I think this is a, maybe the dragon has to choose the new rider, though. The wand chooses the wizard, right? Like, I, I think you don't just... I mean, we did see yeah. in this episode the scenes in the dragon pit where it does seem that the dragon instructor was trying to teach the children how to... I don't you know, make the dragon like you, bend the dragon to your will, how to connect with a dragon that doesn't like. Right. Like there seemed to be some. Well, that's different. Well, yeah, I mean, in that case, those are the eggs, the eggs hatch and the kids get, you know, have their dragon. That's why, that's why Amon doesn't have a dragon yet because his egg is never hatched. Well, and, and um, if the egg would hatch in your crib with you while you're a baby in the crib, then you're 100%. You and your dragon are, like, totally connected right. forever. Like, that's your best Um And then, but when you when a dragon already has a rider and that the rider dies, I'm not sh- I can't remember if the dragon is inherited by someone or if the dragon chooses its next rider. Because let's just say I there's there's another character that should probably die this well, maybe not this season. Well, I don't know how quick they're going to jump through. There's another character in the show that's going to die, and I know their dragon is going to become the dragon of somebody else. So. Okay, but probably the, the dragon doesn't just turn its head and the next person that lays its eyes on it's like, woo, he's my new person, right? Like they're like they're more. <laughs> well, at any rate, I think we might have like talked ourselves out on it, but um, pretty good. Yeah. Like the show in general yeah, is better episode. than I expected. Yeah, it continues to uh, impress. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So we'll see what happens. All righty. So we'll do it again next week. Same shows. And, huh, I wonder, I think, hold on. Oh, maybe not. Um, I got to double check. My calendar would open. Um, hmm, No, I don't. You know what? I'm just going to Google right now. Uh, American Horror Story. I I know it's coming soon, but I don't know if it's this Sunday or the following Sunday. I'm going to look right now. So let's see. AHS season 11. 
and that's not helping me at all. <laughs> all right. Oh, there we go. Um, so it premieres. Uh, wow, this has been already. There's 119 episodes. Oh, maybe. maybe not. Uh, October 19th. Okay, so so October 19th. Okay, three weeks. So it, it, it is a couple weeks off. All right, we'll keep our eyes on that. It's coming soon. I just can't remember when. Yeah. All righty then. So next week we'll have Resident Evil, yeah, Resident Alien finale, and then all the rest of the same shows. And as far as I know, there's nothing else we have coming before AHS, but I could be wrong. So, anyway. All right. All right. Enjoy well, your week. Show. Oh, I want to enjoy your talk week. Talk to you later. Working a lot, yeah. And thank That's you, everybody, week. for listening. As usual, we had a grand time. Hope you had a grand time listening to us. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.